am really happy about th- how this weekend went. This weekend or the week prior and the weekend? Well, the week prior and the weekend. Here's the thing. So as we've talked about in the past couple of shows, I have been making some tweaks to Jeff's daily schedule um, in an effort to help him. Making get- some tweaks. Callie's writing my schedule every day. That's not making tweaks. That's giving me a schedule. Right. And I mean that in the best way. I love it. Right. He loves it. And it's because he has a hard time writing his own schedule. And when I say tweaks, I meant tweaks to your behavior. Yeah. So one of the things that we decided to tweak was to for Jeff to not do as many home and personal projects during the week. So that on the weekends, we can like actually pretty much have a weekend. Now we own our own business, so it's impossible to have a full weekend of not working at all. But he got so much done last week and the week before that we've had two weekends in a row where Friday and Saturday are like no work days. And we're able to get stuff done around the house, like things related to the baby's room, unpacking the last couple boxes. I got so many micro anxieties taken care of this weekend. Like I had a list of seven things and I got all of them, but one done. Um, and I'm doing the last one. I got to pick up a prescription that I've been putting off for like a week. So that's the, the only thing I didn't get done, but I'm really happy at how that went. I think it's probably something that anybody who works for themselves can struggles with struggles can relate to and maybe have has solved the problem or maybe has given into the problem but i think it's important to take and i think you said this in your insta instagram stories at one point it's important to acknowledge that if you work for yourself that you deserve time off even though you don't think you can take it mm-hmm. And I know, even though I don't always adhere to it, I know that I'm the best version of myself, like creatively, professionally, efficiently, like all of the Lee things that are good. Those come out when I take a pause from doing the work. Well, and the good thing is, is that way when you're focused on home projects or whatever, like micro anxiety lists or whatever, you can actually be focused on them instead of like rushing through them to get back to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And constantly having, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this in the back of your mind. And part part of that is I think the schedule, because now I can look ahead at the schedule and say, oh, okay, I can get back to work at 930 tomorrow morning. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. so that means I can use all of this afternoon to unpack those, you know, five boxes in the garage that have been yelling at me every time I walk through the garage. Mm -hmm. So how did this start? I'm just glad that we had such a productive weekend because of that schedule. (laughs) The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for this podcast and and delivering The Upside to so many people. (laughs) My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the productive weekend. Now, I, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you, with, Jeff Dollar. Okay. 
And I love, by the way, that we've now started like saving these things for the show because you have no idea what it is. No. My bone to pick with you is, okay, when we moved, and we moved like Labor Day weekend of this year, so like a month and a half ago. Yes. We got rid of, purged, and organized so much stuff. It was glorious. It and was. And it's still happening, and it's lovely. More than we ever have, right? My bone to pick with you is I have felt so confident and excited and proud because I have like said goodbye to more things than ever. And like, you know, in an effort for us to kind of like have a fresh, you know, space or whatever. And when you start going through the last of the boxes or organizing or whatever, without fail, every time you come upstairs to me and go, we have too much stuff. It's stressing me out. We have too much. And I feel like it negates the awesome thing that we did, which was, I mean, we, I feel like you're not giving us any credit. I am giving us credit and I'm not coming down just on you saying you have too much stuff, but in an effort to be, to do what I thought, what we both thought was responsible. Like when we met, you had your own apartment. Mm -hmm. I had my own townhome. Mm -hmm. And I had the house up at the, at the lake. Right. Right. Then we move in together and we didn't really get a lot of your apartment stuff, get rid of it because we knew that we were going to be moving from my townhouse into a house that we got together. We got rid of all of my apartment furniture except the for two things. The furniture, but that's not what takes up room. What takes up room are like candles, picture frames. Mo it's all those little things that we are like, oh, I because in our head, it's not like we have an abundance of couches sitting around. Right. But we have boxes that are filled with candles that we may or may not use. Like we don't want to get rid of them because they're perfectly good candles and they all smell good. But they're candles that came from your apartment. They're candles that came from up at the lake. They're candles that were in my house, then candles that we bought in a new place, and then candles that we bought while the candles that we owned were in storage when we were living in the little apartment. So then we just end up with all these candles and we're like, what are we going to do with them all? But I feel like we've gotten rid of 80% and you're continuing to complain about the 20%. Just I'm not gonna, like, wow, we got rid of 80% of our I'm candles. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to get, finish the garage and we don't have any room for stuff. So to me, it's just ridiculous that we have accumulated this much stuff without having a kid and just as adults existing. And it's, I mean, with, I don't want to be, come across as like callous or rude or whatever, but a lot of it is just stuff that we kept for the sake of keeping that we could have donated a while ago. Like, I feel like if you listen to the show, you're like, oh my gosh, they're always giving away stuff. They must be rich and they just buy stuff to give it away. That's not it. We've just moved our stuff a lot of times. Well, and it's funny because I think we're both. So my parents are in, we want to clean. Well, my dad is in, I want to clean my attic mode. And he saved a lot of stuff until my sister and I were adults that he's like, okay, either use it take it to your own houses or I'm done with it. Like that's right. kind of where he's at. And your dad is reverse nesting. He has been for the past couple of years and yeah. like saying, okay, all of these, I don't know. What is something he had up there that he was just like, why did I save this? 
Well, he's stuff that that had value at the time or that he thought might have value. Like there are these really elaborate, not wine, but some sort of liquor or liqueur. Yes. Really beautiful, like hand painted, whatever. And he collected a series of five of them and they're beautiful. But now he's like, what am I going to do with these? Right. Like I'm 84 years old. Like I'm not going to drink this. I'm not going to. It's not well, they're empty. Anything. Somebody yeah. said if they oh, were. Oh, got it. I think Joan, I think his neighbor, Joni said if they, if he had kept them full, then they go for big money, like on eBay or whatever. But because they're empty, because they're so beautiful, everybody collected them. So my point is, I think both, since both of our parents are in like declutter mode, like we don't need so much stuff. I think it has got both of us thinking about okay, we don't need that much stuff. And we don't want to have an attic of stuff for, you know, 20 to 40 years of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just would like to give us a little credit. Cause I think we've done a really good job of not being like that. And, and I think, we, yes, we have done a good job, but I want to come again to our defense because I think our problem is, and I feel like there are people who will relate to this, our problem is not that we have so much stuff. Our problem is that we have a hard time letting it go because I think we're both practical. Like, oh, someday we could use that. Right. And that's number one. Or someday I'll wear that. Someday or wear someday I'll use that. Someday I'll wear that. Someday, someday that will serve a function. That's number one. And number two, I just don't think we're realistic about how we collected the stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's not that we're in this, that we're, uh, you know, purging thousands of dollars worth of stuff. We're now down to the thing like, okay, we have a box with two dozen candles in it. Yeah. We'll never, unless we're having a seance, we'll never <laughs> use all those, you know? So, but congratulations. You've done a great job. Thank you. I was especially impressed. It's something that Callie got rid of over the weekend that she like, I asked her three times. I'm like, are you sure you want to get rid of that? And she was like, yeah, it looked, it, you had it up at the lake house. We brought it up there. It looks great. It doesn't work in this new house. It's not functional. We don't need it. It's yeah. big. It would cost more to move it again. Than it would be to replace than it. Than it would be to buy a new one if we wanted to keep it. And I was impressed with that. Yeah. I always have these, like, it's also weird too, that we're not in like, you know, we're, we don't own our home. So we I still a little bit have that thing in my head of like, well, maybe our next home, but I'm trying to be practical. Cause we know we're going to move again, but the next home, the next place we move into, we're probably going to live there for 20 years. Right. So at that point, then it's easier to get rid of stuff. I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I want to bring up something that we, that is starting to become a discussion because I think our upside family can weigh in on this. Totally and, agree. And they might have a solution that we haven't thought of. Yes. And and I will present the way I see it from my point of view, and then you can correct it if I'm wrong. Or I'll present it, then I'll present it from my point of view, and then the upsiders think, can tell us. No, I think our point of view is the same. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm stating your thing correctly your okay. your point so the way i the way i believe this is all shaking out is uh Callie has a very um traditional 
and somewhat formal view of holiday cards yes. based on what her family has done for 30 years now, over 30 years. Every holiday card has been a picture of Callie and her sister or Callie and her sister and her parents every year for three decades. And it's a very traditional, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever, you know, it's a very pretty card with a photo. And that's what, that's all you've known for holiday cards. I would like to, I believe in creating holiday cards that stand out because people get 50 cards a year. Okay. So I want to open a card. I want people to open our card and go, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Or that's funny. Or that's really cute. And I want it to go to the top of the stack. And I want people to show other people when they come over. Like, oh, you got to see the card that Callie and Jeff sent. So I am, have a much more creative, artistic view of the holiday card. And with the baby arriving this year, right around the holiday time, we are reaching an impasse on how to correctly do the holiday card. Well, here is what we kind of decided when we got married, because we both like I've done Christmas cards forever. Jeff has done his that he used to do um, and he used to make funny ones every single year or like inspirational ones or whatever. They were always really unique. He always had them designed. And that was like his thing. When we got married, we're like, OK, we'll switch up the years. Like the first year I did the formal thing with our wedding photo because I was so excited. And it's not about carrying on my family's tradition because I think you have to merge your traditions when you get married and have a family of your own. However, I have always dreamed like probably I haven't even dreamed of what my wedding dress would be like my whole life, but I have dreamed about the first time that I get to send out my Christmas card with my husband and the first time that I get to send a Christmas card out with our baby. Now, that said, I am so someone and because I know someone's going to be like, Cal, you need to compromise. I totally agree. Totally agree. I think Jeff and I need to come up with our own traditions. I'm trying to figure out two things. One, is there a way to marry the funny part of Jeff's, like Jeff's part of it, but make it a little more aesthetically pleasing than maybe it was in the past when you did your like bachelor cards? The, those weren't as I used to hire artists to draw like they weren't aesthetically unpleasing. They weren't unpleasing, but it's just they a different did. taste than I would. Correct. But so my stamp was not on it at all. Correct. Because you were single and yeah. Yes. Um, that's number one. Number two is you. We get to send out one birth announcement ever, like for this kid. Did, we're talking about two different things, which I think is part of the solution. So what I'm struggling with is if we had, you know, like if it wasn't the holidays, probably like a month or a month and a half after the baby's born, we would be sending out a birth announcement. But that's going to be right during Christmas, which would coincide with our holiday cards. So I'm worried about missing that first really beautiful, traditional baby announcement that I've always dreamed of. But I also want to like do a card with you and I want you to be happy and I want us to have like new traditions. I just want them to be pretty and funny. But why does it have to be the same thing? Here's what I say. You can design your dream birth announcement. And I can design my dream first holiday card with the baby. 
and they can both go together. They can go out at the same time in the same envelope. So when people open the envelope, here is a beautiful formal birth announcement that you have been dreaming about since you were a baby. And then here's the card that's going to make people go, oh my God, that's so funny. I love that. I don't think that's weird at all. I think you think it's weird because nobody else has ever done it, but I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's weird because I feel like they won't match together. They don't have to. One is a formal birth announcement. I know, but if they're going in the fancy car, then you open it and you're like, oh, these cheapos put two things that don't look anything alike. Nobody, that you're way overthinking it. I don't think I am. I think they need to be in a similar, it's like a brand, right? How you wouldn't put two different brand logos in one pack. Like, have you ever gotten a Christmas card from somebody that's like a fancy Christmas card, but then they do one of those newsletter things that's just printed out on their home printer and it's folded up and tucked in there. Same thing. You don't open that letter up and go, Oh my gosh, they're looking at how they're trying to No, but that's an addition. That's not two cards. So well, I don't know. If, Anyways, we need advice. What would you do? And because obviously the birth announcement or we could just say the birth announcement goes out in the beginning of next year and it's just a totally separate thing after we have but, the baby on the card. But then everybody's already seen but the baby. But then everybody's already seen the baby. So I don't but, know. But my I, my holiday card, but everybody will have already seen the baby because of Instagram and social media and stuff. I know, but like we have a lot of family friends. It's just something that I would like to do. So then, the, then I think we just solved the problem. The holiday card is the fun, cool holiday card, right? But can I like what it looks like? Of course, but you can't shoot it down because it's not like, it's not going to be your traditional card that simply says happy holidays, you know? Well, I don't think so, but I think we take your words and your vision and then give it to someone to make it really pretty. Pretty is subjective. <sighs> So your help would be appreciated. You know how to find us. You can also call us 800-434-5454. Problem will need to be solved probably sometime in the next two weeks or so. Yeah. By the end of the month, I think we need to have a plan going into, into November. So thank you in advance for your input. One of our upside listeners, Shelby, sent us a great way to elevate gratitude that I thought we could adapt for this week. Now, Jeff, you have to tell me how you want to execute this and if you want to give the directions out today or if you want to remind people every day what that day's gratitude elevation is because there's a different one for every day of the week. So it's an ongo. It's a five-step elevate your gratitude thing? Yeah, it's a five-day of elevating gratitude. So what is the overall theme for the five days? Well, it's like five, four, three, two, one. Oh, okay. And each day there's like a themed way to show or practice gratitude. Oh, I think we share it all now and then put it in the show notes. Okay, cool. And we can also put it in our Facebook group so people can have something to reference. Okay, cool. So the way that you can elevate your gratitude this week per Shelby, and she did this at her school. So I'm assuming she's a teacher or an administrator. Um, okay, Monday. Five people you're grateful for. And you thank them in person or you just think about them? You can think about them. Just think, like, look in your mind, be like, who am I grateful for and why? Think about it in your head. Do dogs count as people for that first day? No. Oh, humans. Human people. Yeah, human people. Humans Humans. are people. (laughs) Tuesday, four places you are grateful for. Oh, I like where this is going. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, three items. You are grateful for 
Is that where the dogs would go? Are they items? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That seems, I'm sorry. Both dogs are in here and they're insulted. <laughs> sorry, dogs, that you're just items. Thursday, two services you're grateful for. That could be like trash, delivery services, Amazon, whatever. Okay. Friday, one unexpected thing that you're grateful for. Those are the things that we tell you uh, when we talk about practicing gratitude. Those are the things that we tell you to really focus on when, if things are going really bad, like if you're having mm -hmm. a really tough time of it, just think of something that you're grateful for that you normally wouldn't, that, that would totally catch you by surprise. Like, I'm grateful to have a refrigerator mm -hmm. so that I have cold food and fresh food and I have access to it. That is what I am grateful for. And then, you, then you'll be surprised at how many times during the day that random fact pops in and you think of other stuff. You know what else um, could be an unexpected gratitude thing is if you're running late and you miss something or, you know, I don't know. Like I remember having my car got locked in a parking garage once and I was late to an appointment and someone sent me like when I was apologizing to the person that I was meeting, um, she wrote back and she's like, you know what? You were not supposed to be in the car right now. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful yeah. that my car got locked in cause I wasn't supposed to be driving. Perfect. So, uh, who is that from Shelby? That is from Shelby. Um, so thank you for that. I think that is awesome. And we're really glad to incorporate that into the show. And if you ever have gratitude challenges that you want to send us, uh, sorry, not gratitude challenges, gratification, gratification <laughs> ways to elevate your gratitude that you want to send us. We would love your ideas and we love incorporating your ideas into the show because this is your show. With a baby coming in the next six weeks, I think it's crazy right around the corner. Callie and I are really, really starting to hunker down. We're going to shrink our bubble even more to try to stay as safe and healthy as possible, which means... If I get a little something, something, I'm probably not going to go see my doctor in person. Who knows what germs might be waiting in that medical building or in my doctor's waiting room? I'm not going to expose myself to that when I can just go to plushcare.com slash upside from my own house and make an appointment and see a doctor who cares that can diagnose and treat and even call in prescriptions for me right from the comfort of my own living room. And it's more important than ever to stay healthy, especially for Callie and I with a baby coming in six weeks. So I can't not see a doctor, but I also have to weigh the risk and the reward, right? Plushcare.com slash upside takes care of that for me. I get to see a doctor who cares, who's going to take great care of me. And I'm going to do it from the safety of my own house. Now more than ever for all of us, we got to stay healthy and plush care is there. Plushcare.com slash upside. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E.com slash upside plushcare.com slash upside. It is the official change of the season, at least where we are. And it's starting to get a little chillier. I love fall. Um, but that also means that I'm putting away my summer shoes and getting ready for colder weather shoes, right? Rothy's has stylish, sustainable shoes and bags that are perfect for getting cozy this fall. There is zero break in period. Let me repeat that. Zero 
break in period, which is remarkable because most flats have an insanely long break in period. I remember getting a pair of flats that I really wanted a couple years ago from a different company. I literally wore socks with the shoes around my house for a month to break them in before I could wear them to work. Not with Rothy's. It's not an issue. I bought a pair a couple of weeks ago. I wore them into work the very next day after I got them zero break in period. And I was comfortable the entire time I was at work. No scrapes, no cuts on the feet. Trust me, you are going to love these shoes and they're sustainable. They're made out of recycled water bottles. How cool is that? Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability need to create your new favorites. rothys.com slash upside. Our sponsor, ButcherBox, believes that everybody deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat. And that is their mission, to deliver the best quality meat right to your doorstep every single month. They've got heritage breed pork that's all vegetarian fed. They've got certified pasture-raised beef, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished. They've got organic, free-range, non-GMO chicken. They've got seafood. They've got it all. Go to butcherbox.com upside and put together your first box today. Because you're an Upside listener, you're going to get two lobster tails and two filet mignons free in your first box. It's the best meat shipped right to your door. It is a no-brainer. With ButcherBox, you're going to get the highest quality meat for around 6 bucks a meal. Go to ButcherBox.com Upside. Take advantage of the two lobster tail, two filet mignon free offer in your first box. ButcherBox.com Upside. Today's quote of the day is from Michael Jordan. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. All right, here are my three random things for today. All of these have a bit of a Halloween theme because... Tis the season. Uh, number one, there's an app called Treat Town. Um, it was created by the company that makes M&Ms and Snickers and Starburst and everything. Mm, Mars. Mar- I mean, uh, Mars Wrigley. Yes. Um, they uh, wanted to come up with a way to enjoy the Halloween trick-or-treat tradition, but can be, can be completely COVID safe. So you can sign up at Treat Town as either a candy giver or a trick-or-treater. Oh, I love that. And you can be open to anybody in the world to come trick-or-treat at your door. You can decorate a door. Uh-huh. You can create a little avatar and put a costume on it. There are different ways to unlock different costumes and stuff. But basically, you can buy credits that you then give to the trick-or-treaters who come to your door. And those credits can be cashed in for candy. Or, or the candy can be donated. Um, yeah. And it's a way to be totally safe and you can create a network of just friends and family. So your whole family can create, decorate their doors and create a little treat town that the kids in the family can go to, or you can be open to the whole world and anybody can come knock on your virtual door. That's really cool. So the name of that app is treat town. Uh, Google has released its annual list of the most searched Halloween costumes. Oh boy. I'm Uh, scared. The top 10 
Please uh, don't start with the word sexy. There's nothing sexy on the top. Okay, good. Because you know that's like a thing every year that people are like, what is the most unexpected, quote unquote, sexy costume of the year? Like sexy COVID. Sexy Fauci. Sexy Fauci. (laughs) Uh, 10 through one. Uh, Number 10 is Spider-Man. Nine is a ninja. Eight is devil. Seven is Fortnite. Anything Fortnite related. Mm. Six is an angel. Five, a clown. Oh, no. Four is a rabbit, which is so random. I don't know how rabbit snuck in there. Um, uh, I do. A bunny. That's the easiest costume ever. You throw on ears and you. But who has to Google that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. How do you, <laughs> that's, a go, that's a Googling cat. How do True. I dress up as a cat? Touche. Touche. Uh, number three is Harley Quinn, the superhero. Yep. Uh, number two is a dinosaur. And number one is a witch. And spe- I think which is always number one. And speaking of sexy costumes, my third random thing has to deal with uh, it deals with sexy costumes. They have been selling out fast all pandemic long because it has led to uh, not Halloween related uses, but bedroom related uses. Oh, um, costumes like schoolgirl, French maid, nurse, and a tiger, just random. Sexy versions of all those have all been hard to find uh, because uh, sales of them have been up 136% over the past few months compared to a normal October. Wow. I really want us to find the most ridiculous sexy costume of the year. The company that makes a lot of those said they would not be doing a sexy COVID. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Because they're like, there's nothing entertaining or amusing about this this world changing virus right now. I'm glad to hear that. Remember last year there was a sexy Mr. Rogers costume? That's so we were wrong. Both like what is happening? That is a violation. Anyways, if you see something ridiculous send it to us please because I would love to know what the most ridiculous sexy costume is that's not offensive. Those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert. I don't know if you've seen this in the news, but it's been popping up and it's the cutest thing. Um, So a woman named Sasha Tinning took her grandson Carver to shop for items. They were looking to donate items to the firefighters who had been fighting the wildfires in Oregon. Okay. Um, And you know, there's a ton of them. Like it's Uh like an all hands on deck fire situation. So anyway, she was putting stuff in the cart, like essentials, I'm sure like water and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And her grandson was like, they need a baby Yoda doll (laughs) because, you know, when you're a kid, like that is essential. Like I want to make them feel better. They need a baby Yoda doll. She's stacking cases of like energy drinks and protein bars in the cart. And he's like, and baby Yoda. And they need baby Yoda also. So he also wrote a note and it said, thank you, firefighters. Here is a friend for you in case you get lonely. Oh, well, the firefighters loved it, thought it was so sweet, thought it was so cool. And it has gone viral. Baby Yoda has become a hero among all the firefighters because he's exactly what they needed. And um, it's been such a stressful time. Just that little thing from that little kid completely made their day. And now there's like a Facebook page about it. And Baby Yoda has now traveled Because like other firefighters were like, oh my gosh, we want in on this. This It's amazing. So Baby Yoda is now traveling, making appearances. He has been to Oregon, Utah, and Colorado, bringing joy to frontline workers fighting this. So they're just passing him off between different companies and and, um, different firefighters. What do you call it? Do you call them brigades or teams or 
teams are probably good, but firefighting teams, they're just getting, they're adopting baby Yoda for a week or something. Yeah. And there's a Facebook page so you can track where baby Yoda has been and like also where he's going. Um, anyways, so first responders are messaging the Facebook page, asking when it's their turn. They're so excited to get it. The Facebook page, we're going to link in our show notes and Carver, you are a beautiful human. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense hormone call of the day. Before I play today's call, I want to say thank you to the couple of people who sent us messages, sharing, letting us know that they have shared the hormone call of the day and our podcast in different mom Facebook groups. Oh my gosh. I got one of those yesterday where they're trying to, you know, moms are, are sharing uh, tips and pointers and doing stuff to make each other feel less alone. And you guys are saying, Hey, you want to feel really less crazy? Listen to the hormone call of the day on the upside. It was May. Our son was due in September. I am a Taco Bell girl. I love Taco Bell. I also have anxiety, and I had gone off of my Lexapro because, um, you know, I was nervous about what it might do to my little fetus. And so we stopped by Taco Bell, and this is when they were doing the cheesy bean and rice burrito. Normally, I just get a normal bean burrito, no onions, add sour cream. That is my jam. That's what I go to. It's my comfort food. But because they were doing the cheesy bean and rice, I went and I ordered two cheesy bean and rice burritos. The lady at the window had said they weren't doing bean burritos anymore. And I don't know what happened because I was ordering and I was hormonal and everything went off the rails. All I can tell you is that it ended with me hanging out the window, yelling at her, screaming. I proceeded to have a full-on panic attack and... By Monday, we are calling my doctor, and I got back on Lexapro. Taco Bell, you always have beans. Just make a pregnant lady a bean burrito. All right, thanks. <laughs> you imagine being the car behind her in the drive-thru and seeing a pregnant woman hanging out the window, screaming at the employee. No, it's amazing, and <laughs> she's very passionate about Taco Bell, and I love it. If you're one of the new listeners who found us one of the, through one of those Facebook groups, thank you. Please spread the word about the show. And if you want to contribute to the Hormone Call of the Day, 800-434-5454. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I spilled coffee on myself first thing this morning. Worst, worst start to the day. It was cold, which is great. It was iced coffee. But I, no matter how many times I have washed my hands, I still smell like coffee. Yeah, coffee is one of those foods or one of those things, gasoline's another. I did it a couple days ago where I was filling up my tank and not paying attention and it kind of did that thing where it spit back. Yeah. And one drop of gasoline got on my shoe. And, and for, you were smelling it for like a week. For two days. It's all I could smell in my I, I don't know. I mean, I probably washed my hands 10 times already today and I still reek of coffee. If we have any fresh lemons upstairs, 
For whatever reason, I believe that squeezing a fresh lemon on anything that smells defeats the smell. I don't Citrus kind of cures everything. I don't know if it's true or not, but in my head, that is your answer. Jeff, two things. Uh, number eight, cheese curds. Atlanta, you can go to Culver's and get some cheese curds. So make sure you go there on National Cheese Curd Day. And two, get the double, get the extra large order of it because B, you're messing up, bud. You can't lose weight while your wife is pregnant. I'm pretty sure that's against the law in like 47 states, all the territories, Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, when my wife was pregnant, I had to pretty much eat double what she ate or she'd get mad because you can't not gain weight while she's gaining weight. It's okay, I think, to stay even where you're at. But if you're losing weight while she's gaining weight, that's going to cause some problems. So be careful out there. Thanks. You know what is super complicated? Vitamins. Picking out vitamins. You know what doesn't have to be complicated? Picking out vitamins. Care of is making it super, super easy. So go to takecareof.com slash upside 50. They're going to give you a little online quiz. It's going to ask you kind of what your goals are, what your diet's like, your lifestyle, any health concerns that you have, um, all that kind of stuff. And they are going to give you a personalized recommendation for what you should be taking without all of the hassle, right? Leave it up to the experts. The vitamins they recommend to you come in daily, individually wrapped packets that you can just like throw in your bag if you're on the go, or you don't even have to worry about it. You just pull out one packet a day, take them, let care of do the hard work. Vitamins do not have to be overwhelming. And as we're getting into fall, change of the seasons, it's a great time right now to get yourself into a healthy routine. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com slash upside 50 and enter the code upside 50 at checkout. So make sure to do them both. Okay. So it's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com slash upside 50 and enter the code upside 50 at checkout. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I love you guys. Your show is awesome. I'm only on episode 103, so I have a lot of catching up to do, but it's great because I've been able to binge it. Um, I have been a listener of you, Jeff, since your days in the beginning of Burt's show, when you guys had that real world girl there, and I love you guys. I think you guys are amazing. And keep up the good work. And I also want to say something random. A lot of times something I use in my relationship with my husband is just because you're right doesn't make you right. So I know that's a random thing, but it kind of helps me put things in perspective. And just because somebody might be right about something, it's not always worth the argument or the outcome that it could have. But you guys have a great day. I love your show again. Thank you. Bye. Hey, guys, it's Kathy from Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. Hey, listen, I've been meaning to call about this whole top sheet debate that's been raging with the podcast. Um, so we are top sheet users. So let's just put that out there just to be clear. But I think that a follow-up question needs to be asked of the people who are totally anti top sheet. I'm curious if you're not using a top sheet, are you using a comforter and then not washing it? Inquiring minds want to know. Anyways, who would have thought that this would be the topic that would rage for weeks? I <laughs> uh, love the show. Keep up the great work. Take care. Callie and Jeff, this is Shelly. I wash my pillows. I've been washing them for years. 
I wash them on hot, throw a little bleach in there, dry them. They're good as new. Fluffy, smell nice. Yeah, I wash mine. Hey, guys. This is such a random call that I was just listening to the end of today's episode, and the ending the ending is just so funny. I laugh every time I hear it. It's hilarious. But I was thinking about next month's show ending, and you guys, since it's going to be baby month, you should record – oh, I guess you'll have to do it in December because the baby's coming in November. But anyways, for December, you should record the moment that the baby is delivered and her first cry and then have that be December show close. I think that would be really sweet. Okay, bye. Hey, I'm officially a psycho. I'm calling back twice, but I meant to tell you this yesterday. So I don't know if you can see who leaves you guys reviews on the Apple podcast, but I was trying to just get to an episode that I knew I missed, and somehow I accidentally gave you three stars. So then I tried to go back and give you guys five stars. So if you saw that, I'm giving you ten stars. I did not mean to press that button. So I don't know. I just – it's it's been giving me a micro-anxiety. I kept forgetting to call you guys and tell you that I think you are 10 stars on Apple Podcasts. Okay? All right, bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money, how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> 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 <laughs>